You know, I think we all expect politicians to stretch the truth a little. It's just part of the territory. It doesn't mean it's right, but politicians make promises all the time and sometimes don't deliver on them. They interpret data to their own benefit. They say they've achieved something, but we know they haven't. And they even know when they make promises that it may be unlikely to be delivered. And part of our role as voters is to determine who do we trust and what info do we trust. It's what we call political spin. Uh, that's why the BBC's Yes Minister was so popular, because it was so funny, and it was funny because it was so accurate. Now, Prime Minister Chris Hipkins made a statement at the weekend. I personally think it sealed his demise as Prime Minister. Let's check it out. So, interesting story. During the 2008 election, when Helen Clark was trying to win her fourth term as Prime Minister, I was actually interviewing her, and uh, I had interviewed her previously. And she said this in my response to my question around the anti-smacking law, which the politicians were working overtime to try and spin the statement that the anti-smacking law doesn't ban smacking. And so I asked her, so you don't want to ban smacking? Uh, and she said, no, to, to do so would defy human nature. Oh, she was right on that. Now, during the election campaign of 2008, the interview resurfaced. You won't see me in the clip, but I'm the one asking the question. The Prime Minister is rejecting accusations of flip-flopping on smacking. Helen Clark's been forced to defend her stance on the issue after the anti-smacking lobby released comments she made during the last election. The PM says her position has been consistent and blames the media for misinterpreting what the proposed anti-smacking bill will actually do. The Prime Minister is not impressed that her stance on the smacking bill is under scrutiny. <laughs> All Labour MPs are supporting Sue Bradford's bill and Helen Clark has led from the front. But has her position changed? Listen to this from before the last election. As you know, I do not support a ban on smacking. I'm opposed to that because I think it's defying human nature and no one wants to see a, a stressed and harassed parent who in exasperation slightly smacks a child dragged before a court. New Zealanders can't trust Helen Clark making policy about their children. Before the election she said she was against a smacking ban because it suited her. Now she's trying to shove it through Parliament, riding over her, her own MPs to get it through. But the Prime Minister Yeah, now everyone knew that it was a smacking ban. Sue Bradford called her bill a ban on smacking. It therefore wasn't seen as spin. It was seen as a lie. And many commentators say that when Clark's comments were revealed, it was the beginning of the end. Uh, I actually take great pleasure in knowing that. Helen Clark's reign was as harmful to the fabric of New Zealand society as Jacinda Ardern's has been. But back to spin versus lies. Last weekend, Prime Minister Chris Hipkins took that to a whole new level. In fact, in my personal opinion, with this one claim he made, I think he just destined himself to be leader of the opposition in just over five weeks. So what did he say? In terms of the vaccine mandates, I acknowledge that it was a challenging time for people, but they made, ultimately made their own choices. There was, no, there was no compulsory vaccination. People made their own choices. Well, now let me make it clear. This McBlog is not about being anti-vax or pro-vax. It's about truth versus spin. Can we trust politicians? 
Our argument from day one was that the decision to vax should be based on informed consent, emphasis on informed, and that alternatives such as rapid antigen tests should be made available. Now, some would disagree with that approach. The government certainly did. Uh, and so as the New Zealand Herald clearly told us, there was a mandatory vaccination for large sectors of our population. Chris Hipkins was the Minister for COVID-19 Response. They were the government of the day. They were entitled to make that decision. He said it was the right thing to do and to find people who hadn't done the right thing. No jab, no job. Uh, and we actually identified just how many jobs and how varied were those career areas where jobs were being lost because of that policy, often in areas that had very little public face-to-face -face contact or where we were desperate for workers. But the government argued that it would be mandatory uh, based on their justification. And as government, they're entitled to do that. Here's a summary clip put together by an account called Coronavirus Plushie. I don't know who that is, but uh, it sort of sums it up with a bit of creativity. The vaccine mandates, I acknowledge that it was a challenging time for people, but they made, ultimately made their own choices. There was, no, there was no compulsory vaccination. People made their own choices. The government is planning to require every single teacher at every level and all support staff who work with children to be vaccinated. There was no compulsory vaccination. News Hub can reveal the mandate Chris Hipkins is taking to Cabinet on Monday is a mighty big stick. Every educator who works with a child will have to be vaccinated. People made their own choices. I can now confirm that we'll be extending this requirement to large parts of our health and education workforces as well. There was no compulsory vaccination. Schools and early learning staff and the support people who work with them, who have contact with children and students, will need to be fully vaccinated by the 1st of January 2022. There was no compulsory vaccination. That includes home-based educators, all those who support people in our schools and early learning services, such as teacher aides, administration and maintenance staff, and contractors. People made their own choices. Secondary schools in Kura will also be required to keep a COVID-19 vaccination register of their students. There was no compulsory vaccination. Students that don't produce evidence of vaccination will be considered unvaccinated. People made their own choices. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, it was effectively mandatory for many, many people. They made their own choices, but they really didn't have any choice. The threat of losing your job, your career, made it effectively mandatory. Uh, and New Zealand had widespread uh, workplace vaccine mandates, as well as proof of vaccine requirements for entry to cafes, gyms, businesses, and for travel. travel. Remember the no jab, no job. When I told my children that they had to eat their vegetables if they wanted pudding, they didn't have to eat their vegetables. But there was clear enticement and coercion, and even bribery, on behalf of the father to do so. Otherwise, I wouldn't have offered that, uh, that incentive. Uh, if they want to go down to the beach, they've got to clean their room first. Every parent knows exactly what I'm talking about. We didn't say it was mandatory, but we were using every trick in the book to bring about the response that we wanted. And Jacinda Ardern at the time said, well, if you want summer, you have to get vaccinated. So my message to New Zealanders who have not yet had their first dose, if you want summer, if you want to go to bars and restaurants, get vaccinated. 
If you want to get a haircut, get vaccinated. If you want to go to a concert or a festival, get vaccinated. If you want to go to a gym or a sports event, get vaccinated. There was no compulsory vaccination. If you are not vaccinated, there will be everyday things you will miss out on. People made their own choices. Uh, everyone will be able to get a vaccine between now and the end of the year. Uh, but of course, you know, and I want every New Zealander to come forward, but human behaviour suggests that there will be some people that we have to actually really go out and look for. There was no compulsory vaccination. Uh, but I, I can't say that, you know, that we're not going to have some hesitant people or some people who just haven't come forward that we don't have to go out and find next year. People made their own choices. Cabinet has decided today that vaccinations will be mandated for everyone who works in any workplace where a vaccine certificate is required for entry. There was no compulsory vaccination. This includes hospitality, events, gyms, and close proximity businesses such as hairdressers and barbers. People made their own choices. Once the notice period commences, the employee will have that amount of time to get vaccinated. There was no compulsory vaccination. The employee will be able to retain their employment if they get vaccinated in that period, but their employment will be terminated if they do not. A mighty big stick. People made their own choices. Yeah, uh, I mean, once again, I reiterate, the government made the decision. They thought it was the best decision. They should own the decision and the messaging. But that wasn't compulsion, apparently, according to Chris Hipkins, even though it felt like that to every New Zealander. Uh, in fact, remember Jacinda Ardern even admitted that there will be two classes of people because of this. Basically said, this is going to be like, well, it's almost like, I, you probably don't see it like this, the two different classes of people. If you're vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated, you have all these rights. If you are vaccinated... That is what it is. So, yep. Yep. Yeah, I actually think it was that interview which spelt the end of Jacinda's career as Prime Minister. Just my personal opinion on that. Yet at the weekend, Prime Minister Chris Hipkins, who was Minister of COVID Response, said that people made their own choices. And after he was called out for it, rather than simply saying, and this is what I would have recommended he say, yes, the effect was that it was mandatory because at the time we felt it had to be no jab, no job to protect everyone. End quote. If he'd said that, I would have respected his answer more if he'd admitted that was the government policy. Whether you think that was right or wrong, and I know we'll all differ on that, he should have fronted up to the truth and the way that every New Zealander understood it. But he didn't. He doubled down on his statement. Quickly, the comments you made yesterday on the vaccine and the mandate, do you regret that? Sorry, what which comments are you talking about? Sorry, sorry my apologies. On Sunday, you made the comment about the, uh, the vaccine mandate. Ultimately, it was not mandated. Vaccines were not mandated. You stand by that? There was no compulsory vaccination. That is not the word that I used. I said nobody was forced to be vaccinated. There was no compulsory vaccination. Truth. People made their own choices, quote unquote. There was, no, there was no compulsory vaccination. People made their own choices. That is correct, Mike. There were some people needed to be vaccinated to do some jobs, but no one was made to be vaccinated. So you no would stand, you would stand, oh, it's all I'm asking for the record, you would stand by. So the person, for example, who made the choice not to get vaccinated, lost their business and laid people off. That's on them, not you. Well, they made a choice. Appreciate your time very much. Yeah, now we actually did a nationwide poll at the time, we commissioned it, which found that one in three vaccinated Kiwis said that the vaccine mandate or pass requirements was the large factor in their decision to get vaccinated. Uh, let me just show you, vaccinated respondents were asked, uh, and these were people that had had two vax shots. Uh, they said, here's the reasons why you may have got vaccinated. Tell us 
if that reason was a factor for getting vaccinated, a, a big factor, a slight factor, uh, a moderate factor, or the main factor. Uh, and to protect your own personal health was the option, to protect the health of other people, because you would be unable to enter most shops, bars, and cafes if you're unvaccinated, and because you would lose your job if you were unvaccinated. And the results suggest that about 70 to 75% of those vaccinated did so primarily for health reasons. Uh, you can see there, 70% and 76%. But note this, due to vaccine passes, 36% said it was the large or main reason, and due to the vaccine job mandate, 31%. So what it, what it shows you is that around a third, one in three Kiwis of those vaccinated said that vaccine mandate or pass requirements was a large factor in their decision. We all knew that it was effectively mandated. There were significant consequences if you didn't get vaxxed. So was what Chris Hipkins said spin or lies? I suspect that most New Zealanders would say it wasn't spin. It was what we would call a convenient lie. Strictly speaking to the letter of the law, technically correct, but in reality for families, it's a false statement. I didn't make my kids eat their veggies, but the consequences were enticing enough to get the response I wanted. And that was exactly the strategy of the government. That's why so many people lost their jobs, because it was effectively mandated. And rather than admitting it was mandated, I have a feeling that with one sentence, Chris Hipkins just confirmed his change of job on October the 14th. But you be the judge.